You're listening to the Create Yourself Podcast, episode number 14. Now, whether you are a entrepreneur, small business owner, in a corporate job, or just someone starting out with their career, personal branding is a huge part of finding who you are and following you into your niche. So your job specifics and how it sets you apart from everybody else, which ends up leading into how to market yourself and marketing your company. So today, that's what we're going to be talking about is self-branding and marketing. And these are really, really important for anybody and everybody. The marketing I'm going to cover today is a more geared towards small businesses and entrepreneurs just because you aren't going to pay to market yourself if you are looking for a job necessarily. So that is what's in store for you today. I can't wait to get to it. Before we get started, I wanted to say thank you for being so amazing by leaving reviews being a member, sharing this show with others, and tagging me in your social media posts about this. This week's member spotlight is our Patreon member, Susan. She was our first ever patron and been with me since the beginning. And she is a self-development enthusiast for sure. You guys, I would love for you to get to know her a little bit more. We should all be in that create yourself group on Facebook and getting to know each other and lifting each other up and being that friend that we need for one another. So shout out to Susan for being an awesome girl and always lifting other ladies up. Hello, gorgeous. I'm so excited to chat with you today. You're listening to the Create Yourself podcast. I believe that life isn't about finding yourself, but creating yourself. I'm your host, Sarah Fegley, and I'm here to help you create your life through positivity, self-confidence, and self-care. Keep listening for all of the best tips and tricks to get you through this crazy thing called life and make a few friends along the way. Hate commercials? Want exclusive content? Wish you could be the first to listen? Head over to patreon.com slash for all of that and more. You'll be glad you did. That's patreon.com slash Hey you. Yeah, you with the side hustle, the nine to five, kids, a to-do list that's a mile long, and I bet you barely have time to go to a salon or paint your own nails without smudges. Maybe you've even given up on trying to have nice looking nails. Well, guess what? I figured out the secret. 100% nail polish strips that are free of formaldehydes, DBP, camophore, xylene, and more. Wait, no, it's not a vinyl wrap that requires heat, tools, and a bit of skill. These are just a base coat, color coat, and top coat all in one. And they go on just like a sticker without any tools or heat. Want even more details? Head over to sarahfegley.com slash myfavoritenailpolish for more. Whoosh. 
Self-branding is vital to anyone and everyone who is in a leadership role because the only thing that sets you apart is you. A personal brand is a vivid indication of the best that you have to offer. It brings out your unique value, your strength of character, and your passion about your work while creating chemistry with the reader and can pre-qualify you as a viable candidate that you'll ultimately add value to their business. It really shows the performance contributions and value for your next employer or customer that they can expect from you. A couple of things happen when you commit to personal branding. It will build connections This really is all we are as humans, is little things that connect us together. Really, it's just showing similarities that you have with somebody and bringing you into where you fit their needs. Another thing it does is inputs trust in why they should hire you or use you. They end up feeling more comfortable with who you are because they can know what to expect of you, which brings about my next point is having authenticity within your personal brand because it comes from your passions, skills, goals, and personal values. It's really what comes about when you really look for what your meaning is in life. Personal branding really ends up helping you grow as a person from what you already believe in. It doesn't allow you to put on this fake persona because people end up seeing through that. So it isn't covering any of your weaknesses, but really playing on how they work towards your strengths, which also ends up building your credibility. My next point, it ends up giving that lasting impression on future clients or employers that aids to your credibility because when we perceive someone as an expert, most of the time they have the same qualifications as other people, but you are more visible in what they look at than what other people are. So your vibe attracts your tribe is really what plays here because you end up marketing yourself in a certain type of person who have things in common with you, which helps build that credibility because you are in their immediate field of view. Which brings to my last point on what it does for you is it gains confidence in the end. You gain confidence through developing your brand because you really get to know who you are and what you have to offer and shows all of your qualities and strengths and you share them openly. So it ends up boosting that self-esteem. And when you do it well, it emphasizes your strengths and gives you a direction on how to use those strengths. 
So all of these things are really awesome just for utilizing your self-confidence. And it is definitely vital for anybody in a leadership position, whether that be owning a business or working in a corporate job. When you are so when you are developing your personal brand, you have to kind of go through, I'll break it down into five points that you really want to hit. And you, this isn't a two-minute exercise, guys. This is exactly like when we went over goal setting. It takes some time. So maybe work on it a little bit, put it aside, come back to it in a week and uh, add more. It really narrows down your vision and focuses in on who you are. So you want to identify your core values, strengths, and your skill sets. So a couple of core values. So I touch on core values in that workbook I came out with and a few of the ideas you can get from it as far as what personal core values are. And you guys really have to narrow these down. It's not necessarily like a certain number that you need to hit, but you can easily get too many and def one is definitely not enough. You need probably about three and no more than 10. I would say less than that is ideal, but we'll go with the max of 10. But you really want to find what those core values are because it is the stepping stone to everything else. A couple of examples would be uh, communication, appearance, power, self-control, teamwork, personal growth, learning, anything like that can really be a core value. But it's something that has most likely been something that drives you from the get-go. So as long as you can remember, it's probably been something that has driven you. And everything that we do should fall under these core values. Um, number two for identifying is what you like, where you like to go, what you like to do in your free time, activities, and like I said before, they really should end up falling under those core values in one way or another. Number three for identifying is obstacles that you have overcome. So this shows your strengths in their best light. It'll show how you deal with problems and how well you come out of them. And you really want to think about these because not necessarily for sharing in an interview because you know that they always ask something like that, but just for your own personal self to just be like, hey, I have done so many things. I've come through all of this. I can definitely get past this next one. So it really does help with that self-confidence again. Number four is what your passions and inspirations are. And yet again, they should fall under those core values, guys. What drives you day to day? What do you what inspires you to do what you do? And lastly, how are you different from anybody and everybody else in the world? What makes you you? 
Now, all five of these are kind of broad questions, but very hard to answer at the same time. So like I said, maybe do one at a time, come back to it later and redo it and see once you kind of get in the groove what actually comes out. Because sometimes, especially with our core values, we might be so into a company structure that we start to take on those core values. And so we might think that they are ours as well, just because we're doing that in and out day to day. But really what your core values are, are end up being different. So you really got to dig down and work on these questions. It is the base for all of your self-branding. And if you guys need help, don't be afraid to reach out. Um, That's what I'm here for. So guys, really, once you end up doing all of these things, it will allow you to focus in on what you actually fits. It allows you to focus your energy towards what fits your, your brand and what you are best at and allows you to almost kind of be lazy in a way because you aren't going to be doing this, that, and the other thing. You're really going to focus on what will help you learn and grow as a person and what you are best at without wasting your time on all of these other things that don't necessarily matter to you. And it will also end up distinguishing you yourself from all of this other competition that's out there because it will end up distinguishing you from everyone else that's out there that's doing the same thing as you because we really have all of the same qualifications, but we attract different types of people. So just because somebody else does the same thing you do doesn't mean that they are your competition because they do something completely different in their free time than what you do. So they attract a different type of persona to them that is their ideal area of expertise than what you do. So really, you guys aren't competition, almost more like you would be like, you shouldn't be afraid to be friends with other people in your market. Because you could end up helping each other because some one thing might not be a good fit for them, but it's a perfect fit for you and vice versa. So that's where personal branding success really really helps you out. And at the end of the day, it really does help with that self-confidence because you end up giving yourself permission to be yourself. It allows you to be your true self without covering up, uh, your f- trying to cover up your flaws or changing who you think you need to be when really being yourself, authentic self, is the best way to go about any of it. So all of this personal branding really does set you up for everything else in your life. It will help you set up all of your goals for the next coming year, for the next couple of years, what you end up doing in your free time, other activities that you branch out into to start learning about, and even by figuring out how to create your support system. It is the building block for your everything. 
So personal branding is super important for everyone and not just people who own a business. I've been getting a lot of questions as of late about I coming from no following at all, starting a podcast, which is typically what the last thing you start for your business and it taking off like crazy and how I managed to do it. And the big thing that helped me with this is just marketing and advertising. So it's one of those things that any small business, if you are online, brick and mortar, mom and pop, MLM, anything like that, advertising is the best way to get new customers, new leads, and form potential customers about who you actually are, not what they think you are, and really just getting the word out there about your story. So today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering my listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash sarahfegley and browse the selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. I love being able to listen to books while I go for a drive or a run because, let's be honest, I typically don't have time to just sit and read. I love the huge selection of self-help books they have. And you can get your first one free. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash sarahfegley. Again, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L dot com slash sarahfegley to get started today. Aptive is a leading provider of premium digital health and wellness content and is the number one audio fitness app. Aptive provides trainer-led, music-driven workouts in 22 fitness categories, including running, strength, cycling, HIIT training, boxing, yoga, meditation, and more. It's my favorite way to fit in a workout with my crazy schedule, even when I'm traveling. Aptive members have access to over 2,500 fitness classes with 40 to 50 new classes added each week. Memberships range from $8.83 to $14.99 per month and include unlimited access to all workouts by their expert trainers. Head to sarahfegley.com slash aptive. That's sarahfegley.com slash A-A-P-T-I-V for your 30-day free trial. What exactly does advertising do for small businesses is that it can change your any outdated or negative perceptions of what your business does, is, sells, anything like that. And if needed, it can also increase your visibility within your industry itself, which will help you attract partners that can also expand your business. And this is good for any type of business. Um, indirectly, the advertising 
will also help grow word of mouth referrals just because they're going to be hearing about it a lot more and they're going to remember it to, to tell everybody. So the more new customers you gain through advertising, the more word of mouth those customers will in turn share with others. So the major benefits that you can get from advertising are an increase in foot traffic if you're a brick and mortar business, generate leads for any of uh, those businesses like MLM businesses or business to business, introduce new products. So if you're going to launch a new product, new software, new strategy, anything like that, you can use the advertising to build that momentum before you actually launch it. So you have a line at the door. So if you already have a bunch of products, advertising can make everybody aware of any improvements you make. And it will also let them know that you're always working on becoming better. So it will end up boosting your sales. It can get traffic to a web page. For online businesses, it can attract people to a landing page where then you convert them from just interested to an actual customer. You can use advertising to improve your brand awareness. It keeps your business at the front of their mind so they think of it when they require whatever it is that you provide. This is especially good for businesses where there might be a lot of you around in that immediate area. So this will kind of put you at the front of their mind when it comes to availability. You can also use it to spread word about a sale, promotion, or special event. And this is really fun to do. So retail businesses, you might just have like a clothing sale, like, oh, spring cleaning sale. Um, You can have a big celebration for a holiday or you being in business for one year. Really anything that is a one-time opportunity and you want people to get really excited about it. You can also use it to drive immediate online sales. So anybody that uses advertising with other companies on your website with pay-per-click ads, you can bring about online sales almost immediately through those as well. You can use advertising for when you revamp your brand image. So maybe it's just you have a really old logo or you've really narrowed down your focus on what you're doing and you just want to rebrand. So that is an awesome opportunity to launch an advertising campaign for that. Another really good way advertising can help you is if you want to boost your industry profile. So you can use ads and interviews as a way to boost your expertise with how people perceive you in your industry. You guys can also use this to just grow your email list or your social media following. If you guys are in this business, you probably should know that email lists are huge and 
everyone should have one. Uh, I have listened, I listen to a lot of other business podcasts and they always come back to email lists. So even just growing your email list through advertising is a great opportunity. There are a bunch of ways that you can advertise to market your small business and gain your new customers, thereby increasing your revenue. It can be really confusing and a bit overwhelming because you want to be able to get the best return on your advertising money that you spent. A lot of people have been switching to just digital marketing. So that's one way to do it. So those are those Facebook ads and Instagram ads. And those are really great as long as you're, you are formatting them correctly and putting in the right criteria for who you want to see it. But don't be too quick to assume that any other way of advertising is just outdated. Local newspapers, magazines, television ads, radio, and any other form of advertising is still a great way to get yourself out there. So in order to go about any one of the mentioned ways of advertising, you really need to set up your advertising campaign. I created a checklist for all of my Patreon members. The link is right in the show notes. So first you want to define what your advertising goals even are. And I'm not talking make more money because that is everybody's business goal. You need to make smart goals. So specific, measurable, achievable, results focused, and time bound. So go back to our goal setting episode if you really want to learn more about how to do that. But the gist of it is, is you can pick something more specific beyond making more sales. And it can be find X amount of new customers by blank. You also kind of want to be realistic with this too, because if you're only spending a couple of bucks, you're not going to get 5,000 new people. <laughs> You, you got to really be realistic with what you're spending and what you can get out of it. You can do this because you want to reinforce your brand and really just get yourself out there. Put yourself at the front of everybody's minds of your industry. You can use it to launch the new product. Inform about lesser known benefits of your products or just gain that extra push that you need this season. So really any of those initial topics that we talked about in the beginning are great ways that it's a great reason for you to be doing this. So next you want to pick what you want to promote. So is it a product that you have, service, maybe a bundle that you sell together of products and or services, do you just want to increase your brand awareness? Is it a special event or something else? So it just needs to make sure that what you want to promote lines up with those goals that you made in the that first step. Next on the checklist is identify your target audience. And this is huge for anything that you're doing with advertising. You really want to know who your 
ideal customer is. You want to know them through and through. What car do they drive? What do they listen to? Do they listen to the radio? What kind of house do they have? How much money do they make? Where do they spend their free time? What do they spend their extra money on? What problems do they have that you can solve? So you really just, that is a huge, huge, huge thing for you to do for your business as a whole because it really focuses your entire business strategy. Next, you want to determine where you want to find that audience that you're trying to get. So really, once you figured out that last step, it really flows into this step much easier if than trying to do it backwards. So do where do they shop online? Um, maybe you can try and set up affiliates with those businesses to get your link on their page. Um, do they find Facebook ads annoying? Do they watch a lot of TV? Anything like that. You really just want to kind of get an idea of where your best investment will go to. And then you need to kind of just figure out the timing for your campaign. So you can kind you can just launch a lot of them immediately, but some of them require a lot of advanced planning, especially those for big events because you need them to be during that limited time. You need, they need to be aware of it beforehand, not after the fact. So you want to build up that hype and really use your advertising as a suspense builder. The next pre-planning part, you need to just set a budget for yourself. You also need to be realistic here because we all want free advertising, but if that's what you've been doing up until now and it has not been working, then you obviously can't keep doing the same thing that you've been doing and expect different results. So you kind of need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what money can you allocate towards advertising. The average for businesses as a whole to spend on their marketing is 1% of their sales. It is recommended by a lot of people in the industry for advertising that you allocate 2%, but the average is 1%. So if you make $500,000 every year, you want to spend $5,000 on your advertising. And that's kind of a good benchmark to follow just because it gives you a little bit more realistic. It's not breaking the bank, but you're still putting some money towards advertising because that's really how you most effectively spread word of mouth referrals. So once you figure out that budget, you'll be able to figure out what advertising methods you can afford that also align with where your customer base is going to be looking, hearing, anything like that. And then from there, you're going to just measure the results. Some ads are easy to measure because if they're click per view, they'll, the program will keep track of it and you can actually visually see what the performance is. Some others, you might have to put out some surveys for your customers, say, where did you first hear about us or what made you what other places have you heard us from? And uh, that can also give you a good gauge on if you're in the right places or not.
Fiverr is the world's largest marketplaces for services starting at $5. Fiverr is a unique marketplace with one of the highest conversion rates in the industry. It's a home for digital, creative, and professional services, providing a one-stop shop for millions of digital services. Fiverr allows entrepreneurs and business owners to make their business better, stay on budget, and get things done in just a click. Currently, Fiverr lists more than 3 million services on its site. And if you go pro, you get talent from the top 1%. Fiverr's hand-vetted, high-end talent undergo an extensive application process, ensuring best-in-class, simple solutions. With Fiverr Pro, businesses gain access to prioritized VIP customer support, ready to meet their needs right when they need it most. Their top quality, hand-picked professionals are trusted by the world's biggest brands and are the driving force behind Fiverr's success in becoming the world's largest online, on-demand, freelance marketplace. To give it a try, go to sarahfegley.com slash Fiverr. Again, that's sarahfegley.com slash F-I-V-E-R-R. DNCo is a body-positive shopping experience for women who wear sizes 14 and up. Their stylists work with the best brands, from industry staples to up-and-coming young designers, to provide each customer with curated looks suited to your unique style and shape. You receive a box of five hand-selected pieces chosen specifically for you. You'll try everything on in the comfort of your own home and keep only the items you love. Their stylists will learn as you go and work with you to build a wardrobe that you look and feel amazing in. They charge a flat $20 styling fee for every box, which acts as a credit towards any purchase. For clothing catered to every part of your life, from work to working out, go to sarahfegley.com slash diaco. That's sarahfegley.com slash D-I-A dash C-O. Thanks so much for joining today. I hope that this episode at least helped you to understand the importance of self-branding and how marketing can really help any sort of business, no matter how small. And it is extremely important that everyone works on their self-branding because it is a part of your business and that you start allocating the appropriate funds to start the marketing journey. When done correctly, it is a game changer. Let me know what your favorite tip was by posting in the Create Yourself podcast group on Facebook. And take a screenshot of this episode to post on social media and share it with a friend and make sure you tag me so I can send out a personal thank you. Until next time. What were some of your favorite tips? Head over to the Create Yourself community and let everyone know so you can get connected with others who are also just starting while getting advice from those who have been there, done that. For show notes and more, head over to www.sarahfegley.com. If there's someone you know who could benefit from this, invite them to join in. The more the merrier. Talk to you soon.